0: um hello
1: hello hi Hi.
0: hello oh my god hi guys what's up
1: hi roz it's michael and vanessa
0: we
2: weren't sure if you knew it was us um we didn't want to
0: scare you i could feel your energy
1: oh good oh good Good, 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 good. Well, um, Michael and I were wondering if you were busy. We wanted to talk to you about something.
2: We were just thinking about you. Um, mm-hmm. and we were like, we looked at each other um across the country and we said, Are you thinking about Roz right now? And, and- we both said, Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. About
0: Roz. Oh, what an honor. You guys, yeah, I, I am free. I just I have some little Caesars um leftovers sitting on my counter and i just like i'm like is it going to get moldy or not i'm not really sure but i don't want to take the risk so let me go put it away and um i'll be right back okay
1: yes yeah do your thing okay awesome
0: (laughs) thanks pizza pizza (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay i think that little caesars never expires i think
0: not in terms of um class and general uh presentation <clears throat> it will never get out of style honey little right. caesars keeping it uh fresh question mark <laughs> but <laughs> nonetheless cheap uh <laughs> affordable options right. for everyone yeah well, hot
2: a hot and ready, I think it's it's not unlike honey in that way, where it's its, it's, its own natural preservative. Um, yes. <laughs> whenever they get it out of the hot and ready tree, um, they pull it down, and it's actually, like, it's ready it's to hot eat. It's and it's ready. But you should not eat one if you're pregnant, um, just like honey in <laughs> that way. You should. Um, Absolutely. You like
0: that. And luckily, I don't believe I am.
2: Okay. Good. <laughs> um, well, so we were calling. We did have an agenda a little bit. Um, we were calling because we wanted to know and we wanted to talk to you for a second, um, if you if you could, about scary movies.
0: Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> how much time do you have? Because this is literally the only thing i ever talk about uh, or ever want to talk about so actually to be honest i'm glad you brought this up because there's very few things i want to talk to anyone about but uh you chose wisely yes i'm all ears <laughs> i'm all well, ears vanessa with and
2: giant i love hearing vanessa and i love scary movies
1: I love scary movies, but I'm a scaredy cat. I think Michael, are are you like Michael in that, like, Michael will put them on to fall asleep? I can't. Like, I Mm. will dream about it. Like, they're almost, like, soothing to Michael, which I don't understand. These are facts. It depends.
0: You know, it's so funny to me because horror, to be honest, I have compared horror, for me, to pizza in the sense that you kind of can't have bad pizza, in my opinion. Just the idea of it, even if it is bad, I still enjoy it. I still find something about horror that I really enjoy. And so, especially as we get older um, and lower in budgets, and like if we go into the 80s where there were multiple horror movies every single weekend, Mm -hmm. you're going to find some stinkers and those I can put on before bed and I really can get into it. But if it's stuff slasher stuff, I can watch before bed. If it's stuff like, um, paranormal activity where bitches are getting ripped out of bed at night, Mm. that's when I, I have to no, no. Um, which I was just thinking about, um, have you guys seen those movies how they like drag them out of the bed like yes. ghosts like drags people out of the bed and i was thinking as i talk about ghosts constantly if if i was in that situation i would be pissed because i feel that if you have <laughs> the strength to pull me out of bed all the things that we could do with that strength that you have we could do the final scene to dirty dancing we could do do some choreography you know there's so many fun things we could do why you why do you have to come in my home and just pull me out of bed also being pulled out of bed could be fun if you warned me you it's see consent is a thing that ghosts don't take into consideration
2: absolutely not i
0: believe that people that die uh like now and in the future, like ghosts will be different in the future, I believe. But these old school ghosts don't ask. They just, if they want it, they'll do it.
2: And well, it's just a generational thing. If it really what is. It is. It's-
1: <laughs> Yo, you're Please. dropping all the truth bombs. You're so right. Ra- I never thought of it that way. Like, yeah, ghosts are strong. Like while you're here, let's move the couch. Like if you're- <laughs> seriously, <laughs> That is so spot on
0: I i've love. got things around the house that we can but not all <laughs> ghosts are strong like from what i understand there's a lot of ghosts there's i mean of course it's all theory but there's reason to believe that some ghosts don't have that kind of strength or whatever but if you have the strength to get my big ass out of bed i'm six right. foot one like there's things if we could move a piano just for the fun of it
2: Right. Well, let's, I mean, let's make this clear right now. We, you know, on this podcast, we do believe that all ghost bodies are beautiful and, you yes. know, you don't have to be strong to be a ghost. There's a lot mm-hmm. of different kinds. So, I mean, that goes without saying. Of Roz, course. Roz, you host a podcast called Ghosted. Yeah. So this is like, um, this is the family business.
0: Um, <laughs> yes, you, definitely. Like,
2: about ghosts do you like horror movies that aren't about ghosts do you like like, vampires and werewolves
0: yes i definitely i think as we all do with everything i have my own like preferences and rankings of like what i like the most and for what moods um i would actually say weirdly that vampires i have never found to be scary i find them to be like sexy um or whatever but just not like I'm not afraid of a vampire a vampire I'm very like take me with you I mean all of these things alien zombies at this point I'm like fucking take me with you like let's <laughs> just do it like <laughs> that sounds fun like that's what I'm always like like going up to people and being like ooh, like that sounds so much more fun than being scared of it
1: Yeah, that what I remember you saying that made me remember watching, was it Fire in the Sky?
2: Mm.
1: The alien fire Mm. in the
2: sky fucked me up as a child.
1: Yeah, that would mess me up.
2: Rural Kansas, my rural Kansas ass was like, (laughs) they are going to come into my double wide and they are going to suck me up into the sky. And then the worst part, they're going to bring me back. Yeah. they're right. going to bring me back to the middle of nowhere and just be like, okay, we're done with you. It's like, mm-hmm. drop me yeah. off someplace. Nice. You know, I mean? drop me off right. in like Ireland or something. Like,
1: don't bring me back. It's like I going for
2: a jog. That's why I don't run. Cause I'm just going to come back home. Like I'll run if I'm going somewhere. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: It's- I have theories about UFOs. Um, it, clearly they are so much more smarter than us. Like they can, they could just come here like on vacation. Like they could just, check it out you know i think that it's a lot of teenage aliens that are taking their parents ufo you know for a cruise and they want to go look at look at these dumb idiots down there they are Riot all Lake. just fighting they're so stupid the shit that they worry about it's so dumb And, um, that's, that's what I think. And so I think that they do want to like play with us. I don't think that they're going to like, they don't want us up there. (laughs) They're like, we're good. We can fucking fly to you and come back at any moment. You can't do shit. Like, what are you going to contribute to us? We're good.
1: Not much. No, yeah. it's
2: like whenever people go to like uh, spring break, Fort Lauderdale or something. Like you don't bring anyone from Fort Lauderdale home with you. Um, oh my god! <laughs> you,
1: you and I, I mean, you know. Sometimes, sometimes, they they do.
2: <laughs> right, but they but they like quickly. You're like, well, I got to take you back to Fort Lauderdale.
1: <laughs> this was a mistake. Yeah.
2: Um, absolutely. Side note, completely tangential, but please watch Barb and Star. Visit Del. Uh, go to visit Del Mar. Mar. I did. It's adorable. It. It's yeah, adorable, but that's it. not what we're talking about. But it's adorable.
1: <laughs> yeah, not a horror movie, but it's are fun. you saying that's what the aliens are? It's just like Barb and Star. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My kingdom for aliens to be Barb and Star. Please, oh,
1: that would be adorable. I, yeah, I like to
2: imagine that there are like aliens that are midwesterners and there's aliens that are new yorkers and it's like all i like to imagine that the galaxy is very regionalist oh i'm sure Ooh, you're from alpha centauri um okay y'all don't believe in masks and like What,
0: (laughs) what i also look at when they come to earth or like when when people see them which has happened a lot the past year there's been a lot of sightings of them and i think of that too as vacation destinations for them like what are the mm-hmm. places they want to go check out which is a personality type i mean there are there are people that are like i want to go to the cold weather i want to go to new mexico there's a lot of they love the desert the desert mm-hmm. is a getaway for them it would seem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but i'm not i'm not afraid of ufo's i um i truly think that they are so smart that it's like girl they could they could definitely do some shit like like let's the fact that they haven't it means that they're good like right in let's not fuck it up
2: in films are there like in okay let's go ridley scott let's go alien xenomorph scary or sexy
0: sexy just like (laughs) naked like totally owns it no need for clothes Um, yeah
2: like head looks like a dick with a condom on like it's all
1: (laughs) (laughs) got another another
2: dick inside of its dick it's like it's that's true you know
1: i watched alien alien and aliens for the first time last year last halloween and i was like damn this is
0: good they're really good they're great wonderful movies um
1: Scary. Yeah, I
0: would say my my definite, like I'm very precious about um like demon movies and like that kind of thing. Like that's the one that I can't watch when I'm home alone. I can't watch at night. Um I think no matter what, it's gonna spook me.
1: What are you pointing to?
2: <laughs> I was pointing at you because you don't like the demon stuff. Oh. I-
1: but you were, I was like, what's behind me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's El Diablo right behind you. Is it, no. are hey. my ears
1: burning? My ears?
0: <laughs> I heard y'all were talking shit. Um, <laughs> no, yeah.
1: Those get me, I'm saying hereditary. Fuck oh me
0: my God. So fucking scary. You know, I talk to so many people on my podcast, um, uh, like, you know, our age, millennial age. Um, and it's so funny how much the ring has fucked up our generation that movie (sighs) fucked me up it just like hit me at the right age and it's funny because people talk about um like sleep paralysis and you see these creatures and and there's a lot of theories that these dark energies manifest in a way that scares you you know it's like it's different for other people. And it's like, if it if we are to believe that there are like demons and that sort of thing, they want to scare you. They want to feed off of your fear so they can mm-hmm. manifest kind of Pennywise style. Like they mm-hmm. can manifest into spookier things. And so often I hear people tell me stories. They go, I saw this little girl. It looked like Samara from The Ring. They, they always say that. I've heard it so many times. Once a month, I hear that kind of a story. And I'm like, I think it's because we deeply have in us this fear of this little girl with the hair in front of the face. Mm-hmm.
1: It's in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ring scared me. My, I feel like aside from Hereditary now, which I'm scared. I, I like, I want to watch it again because I'm like I enjoyed it, but I can't bring myself to because I know I'll get scared. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, my all time scary movie is Pet Cemetery. Ah. Uh. Did possess. you see the remake? I did, and I was so upset. You didn't like
2: it? And no. It wasn't. It didn't have, like, the same chutzpah. It yeah, was, it, it was didn't. I didn't think it was, like... I would just eat in the theater by myself. I think my boyfriend is out of town, and I was like... I think I, I wanted too much. And I was like... Because the trailer looked great. The trailer, I was like, okay, maybe they nailed it. Maybe they stuck the landing. I think the original just falls in this category where it's like old enough for most of it to be practical there's like no cg really and i know that vanessa's part and i could just like in, i could just like call vanessa and say rachel and she would be upset and uh-huh. just go rachel
0: <laughs> and well you bring up a good point i do i it. You know, I try not to be so fucking old, especially because I've been dealing the past year with seeing the difference between people, me and people five years younger than me. And they make me feel ancient. But Mm -hmm. um, so I I realize that when I say this, but I have always been somebody that's like CG. mm, I don't know. Give me some practical effects. Give me like, I want to see the makeup. I want to see the Mm -hmm. mechanicals. I like that. Um and so I, I can relate to that cuz there I have been movies have ruined it for me What the second you see the boogeyman and it's like it looks so fake and just dumb.
2: Yeah. Right, it looks like it yeah, you can tell that the actors cuz it's fine I you know I like superhero stuff. That's fine. That stuff's supposed to be glossy and bright and bubblegum and all this shit. So sure, throw a bunch of CGI into those. I don't care. But a horror movie, you're supposed to feel like this movie could be in your home often. Right. Or like it's supposed to feel visceral. It's supposed to feel like this could come up in your life. And so, yeah, it is like um, I think they did a good job with the Babadook. They don't show you him that much. And so that's I think the, Babadook, the key.
0: You can't show too much. You got to show a little bit and make it worth our time. Exactly. Um, and like it's the same Babadook
2: thing- was like you barely see him and you're just like you just hear the duck, duck, duck. and you're like like in her the Babadook and Hereditary have a lot of DNA. It's like you're just like watching this poor woman lose her mind and yeah.
0: Hereditary when she is in the fucking roof or the ceiling and she's oh my god that fucking scene. I can't I can't. That is the most disturbing thing I think I've ever seen. She was just doing
2: their laundry. She was just like do you have any clothes? (laughs) And she like
1: no, for me, it was like the first time she turned off the light, and like you kind of see the grandma silhouette. I out loud in the theater said, no. No. (laughs) Because that's what I know that I'm gonna turn off the light and my grandma's gonna be there and I don't want to see her right now. Oh
0: no, no. (laughs) And that's what I always say about that kind of shit because I actually I, I have only ever seen what I believe to be a ghost one time, and it was my grandmother. And I want, I feel pressured to say it wasn't scary because it was my grandmother and she was trying to be sweet, but it's fucking scary. And I think that anytime, whether you're dead or you're a human, if you just pop up in my bedroom when I'm not looking for you to be there, it's scary. If you pull my leg when I'm laying in a bed, it's scary. I don't care if you're alive or you're dead. And then all of a sudden I process in my mind, oh my God, you're dead. How'd you do that? That makes it a thousand times more scary. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, right,
1: 100. But
0: going back to Stephen King uh, movies, the one... Okay, so my parents um were very i don't want to say like my parents weren't they didn't give a shit because they they were kind of strict at times but for some reason they let me watch scary movies as a kid like they just It's the time
2: i think it's the era there's something in like the early yeah. 90s where it was just sort yeah. of like i don't know take you do it just come on just watch I think,
0: it <laughs> yeah they're just like there's worse things like i don't know so um Carrie was, like, Carrie and The Exorcist were two of, like, my big, like, shaped me as who I am these days. And I still think that Carrie... I think that Carrie, The Exorcist, and Rosemary's Baby are the three of... Those are, like, my three when it comes to, like, disturb me. I love a strong female lead. Um, They're just good, and they're creepy, and they're supernatural. And I don't think, like, super fake and stupid like i think they're right. like good yeah. at what they're doing here
2: well everything in those is practical yeah yeah, it
0: goes back yes. to- and when you hear the shit that they put poor linda blair through mm. yeah. girl and what a lot of people don't realize is that the makeup artist dick smith who did her makeup also did the old priest he was not even old he did he made him old that's how amazing the makeup artist was on that movie
1: oh my god no, yeah, and then also like the stories you hear of like culture guys. Oh, okay,
0: wait, I told you guys about Shutter, I think. Um do you guys have Shutter? Do you know about Shutter? I've, about- I've been
2: I've yeah. been on Shutter for like 3 years. I was like the first sign up. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, same,
0: same. Okay, there's They've a got show called
2: there. <laughs> There's a
0: show called Cursed Films that's on Shutter. And it's all each episode is about um, various, you know, cursed films. And they're um, which I know is like sensitive for for a lot of people because we're talking about people that have died in the making of these movies. But I will say that they're very well made, that the mm-hmm. the show is very well produced. and um, they have a lot of people from those movies, Poltergeist being one of them, Exorcist being one of them. Um, it's really good. I would recommend uh, anyone that's into that kind of thing, check it out.
1: I remember being young and being like, I'm going to be an actress, but I don't want to do a scary movie because then I'll be possessed for real. It happen. <laughs> you don't know. OK, here's a here's a thing that I think is kind of funny. And
0: I think about this constantly. I've seen so many horror movies. When in real life has it ever fucking happened? Okay, we all know the scenario. So you're like, okay, there's like a man on the loose. We know he's in the neighborhood. I'm hearing something outside in the uh, outside the door. I'm approaching it. And then My friend puts his hand on my shoulder without saying, hey, how you doing, Roz? What's going on? I just wanted to check in on you. No, that never would happen in real life. It happens in every single slasher movie I've ever seen, ever.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) See, I always thought the thing in those moments was like between the lines is that they are talking to you, but you're too zoned in on the thing. And so you don't hear them being like, Roz, Roz. And then they I put their guess. hand and you go,
0: ah,
2: and it's like.
0: <laughs> Bro, <laughs> the other I, thing that's fucked me up is medicine cabinets. I'm always concerned. I'm always convinced that if I shut a medicine cabinet with a, with a mirror on it, the uh-huh. second I shut it, there will be someone behind me.
2: Absolutely. Uh. Absolutely, there will be, and the only time and the only reason why they're not normally there is because they know you're thinking about it. That's what protects you. Is they're like, Well, I don't want to be obvious, so they don't. That's
0: hack, that is ghost (laughs) hack 101. Exactly, and it's like that's the way you protect uh, yourself
1: the day you forget about it.
0: That's when they get you, they're on standby at all times. My ass, my ass,
2: dead ass, walks into rooms whenever my boyfriend's out of town. I have a boyfriend. Stole your bit, um, but whatever. Whatever he's out of town, I will walk in and be like, "Nobody scare me."
0: Yeah, <laughs> just,
2: just just put it out there to my empty ass, sad
0: ass apartment, just like nobody pop out. <laughs> like- Bitch, there's so many things I'm so fucked. Like I jump on my bed, I leave a light on when I sleep because my ass is over here. 24 7 on my podcast making fun of demons and ghosts and <laughs> like there's gonna be a night where they're gonna all show up and be like all right let's we heard you had something to say yeah. um i'm very convinced that it's going to happen to me
1: oh yeah
2: i like to I- imagine that the the ghosts that show up to like kind of like take you to task is essentially like the pink ladies from greece (laughs) so it's just sort of like a 1950s girls like greaser
1: (laughs) (laughs) totally
0: (laughs) They're like it's time ross (laughs) well i hope one of them would possess me that would be sickening
1: yeah uh is there a horror movie that's funny that you like because i think intentionally or not well i don't know i have a hard time knowing when it's intentional like Okay, have y'all seen Mandy?
0: Mm-hmm. Mandy.
1: Wait,
2: That's the Nicolas Mandy? Cage, like his mm, wife I'm gets killed by <laughs>
0: Colt. He lost <laughs> me there. <laughs>
1: I was like, I don't know if Mandy was supposed to be funny, but I thought it was funny. Oh, Not I
0: here. I love an unintentionally funny scary movie that's maybe my favorite genre of movie but well one thing i will say about intentionally funny movies that much like the ring i feel that a lot of our generation maybe you don't relate to this i don't know was inspired by the scary movie movies Mm -hmm. those movies i back in nowadays oh my god you can't even you can't even but in those days it was very funny to me when i was you know 12 or whatever everyone Everyone oh, we would
2: who quote was anyone.
1: My dad took... I remember sitting next to my dad while watching Scary Movie. While she and gets
2: cummed onto the...
1: she's yeah, getting blasted with cum. Oh,
0: no. Uh,
1: <laughs> my
0: parents... Okay, when that movie came out... Because I was obsessed with Scream at that time... And, um, so I knew it was a parody of scream. And I was also, I was also a weird Al Yankovic kid. Um, so it's like scream and parody. I'm like, I'm so here for it. And my parents wouldn't let me see it because my mom's coworker told her that there was male nudity in it. and, uh, which is, which was like, that's a lot. Like, you don't, you don't even see male nudity now. Um, but like there was like a couple of penises in that movie. And mm-hmm. so, Um, I was like, okay, why are you making this movie even more tempting to me to go see? Um, And so I... We went to a drive-in to go see some shitty, probably Nicolas Cage movie. Who knows? (laughs) And I knew that Scary Movie was playing. So I was, like, going to get popcorn or whatever. And I was, like, trying to watch it, even though you can't hear the audio because you have to be, like, in a car, whatever. So I got to see Scary Movie most of it without the audio for the first, like, year before I got my dirty little hands (laughs) on a VHS of it.
2: I love that you watched it like porn. Like, you're like, oh, I got (laughs) to...
0: I gotta like turn
2: the volume down. <laughs>
0: exactly. But yeah, I feel very shaped by that. But I um there's an there's a genre of movie that my best friend Sam Pancake, who's very 70s, he loves 70s movies and stuff. He's gotten me into these movies that are like a very melodramatic 70s type horror movie that are really funny to like laugh at by like how bad they are at times and just how cheesy. And a lot of these find their way onto Amazon Prime. And um, like, what's an example? Um, have you ever heard of The Baby? Mm-mm. That movie is fucked up. Um, I don't know that I want to even say it's funny. It's really fucked up. It's like, <laughs> but it's, it's just a weird, weird 70s movie that it's actually, I think it's on Shudder. It's like about these women that raise one of their sons as a baby, even though he's not a baby. Like he's a full grown adult and he's like in a diaper and it's really dark. But, okay. um, so like that kind of movie, I have definitely watched. Um, they're like, like, a, like Suspiria. I love Suspiria. Like, love those. It. That's like the original Suspiria is totally I love that giallo type, like so gorgeous to look at. the women are amazing, mm-hmm. um and it's yeah, it's especially like with the dubbed voices and stuff, sometimes it's just kind of silly, like <laughs> the way that they the way that they talk the, oh, I'm so terrified, exactly,
2: right? yeah, well, it's yeah. all very camp, it's all very like. Totally. I feel like I would go to a drag show that was all Suspiria themed and it's like, everyone's in hyper color and like the lighting is all gelled and. Y-
0: yes. Yeah. The lighting is so important in those movies. The, um, a movie that I can tell you will change your life if you've never seen it. Cause I, I feel it is just a masterpiece is this movie called blood and black lace. It's from the sixties and it takes place at a fashion school in is it paris or no it's in italy it's an italian film and it's dubs and mm-hmm. it is so gorgeous the killer has like a trench coat with like the kind of carmen san diego hat with like a n- nylon face it's so scary Ooh. and gorgeous it has an, a title sequence that's like all these like models like posed as like it's so good
1: what is it called? It's the
0: most perfect movie I think I've ever seen for me. Like, it for me, the aesthetic, it's spooky. It's got its kind of funny moments, maybe. Um. It's called Blood and Black Lays. Um, it's from that
1: Italian genre of giallo um, film. I'm
2: going to look that up right away. I'm so excited.
1: No. Um. Oh what what happened? Oh, yeah. When I first saw *Suspiria*, I dreamt about it like for a week. Like all my dreams were just walking through this crazy house, and like I was like, "Am I a ballerina?"
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was like. Those were huge for me. So whenever Vanessa was saying earlier that I used to put movies on to go to sleep. And so in my bedroom back home, I had a TV VHS combo. You know, the ones you get when you're a kid. That's like not huge, but it's also a VCR. Totally. Um, And I had a couple movies. It was like The Breakfast Club, uh, Adventures in Babysitting. And then I had a shitload of horror movies. Oh, Clueless. And then I had a shitload of horror movies. And I would always go to Hastings, which in uh, Texas was like um, not quite Barnes and Noble, but it was like books and movies. It was like a, if, you, if, if a Barnes and Noble and a blockbuster had sex. And um, Wait, like half price
0: great. books? Have you ever been to half price yeah. books? That's yeah. a Texas Look. place. They have That's my favorite place I lived in Texas for five minutes But that was the place That I was at 24-7 Sorry For sure
2: No it's like It's a similar thing And you used to have this thing Whenever they still had VHS Where it was like Buy two Get three free Because they were just trying To get rid of these fucking bricks (laughs) And so I would go And buy all these And I had The original Halloween Which is my favorite movie Um, and And I mean that Whenever I say favorite movie Right like I know Objectively Halloween Is not the best film But it is my favorite movie I can watch it over and over and over again. And I know that there's, like, been feats in filmmaking since then. Whatever. But Halloween's my favorite. And I used to put on Halloween to go to sleep. I know every line of that. I know every tweak in the score. I find it so comforting. And then one of my favorite things to go to sleep to was the original Nightmare on Elm Street by Wes Craven.
0: Wow. Which is quite
2: literally about someone killing you in your dreams. And I was yes.
0: like, night, night. And <laughs> I love Freddy Krueger. He, to me, Freddy Krueger... Okay, I love anyone... That this is why I love Lisa Rinna too. Somebody that's like not a comedian but cracks themselves up is my favorite <laughs> kind of person ever. My favorite person, like the funny person in the office, like it, like you know someone that works at just like a regular place is like I'm the silly person in the office. Like that's my favorite person, and I feel like Freddy Krueger is like this is hilarious. Like welcome to primetime, bitch. Like always has oh. to have the last word. Um, classic classic Classic.
1: my long arms
0: yes (laughs) like i'm silly look at me
2: (laughs) i think freddie freddie is like one of the early times where it really clicked that you're like oh i'm rooting for the murderer um (laughs) and like outside of nancy like everyone you know nancy is like one of the best horror movie heroines because like she's both she both gets to be like she's like She's a gorgeous girl, but she gets to be frumpy. She gets to essentially do like Rambo things in the first movie where she sets up all these traps. She's like tough, you know, all this stuff like in she's so fun. But in every other film, you're like, well, I want Freddy to kill these kids. (laughs) You're like, 100 percent, I am rooting for the child murderer. And that's (laughs) such a feet because you're never really rooting for jason you kind of are you're like yeah i want to see some carnage but like with freddie you're like yeah get him get them also
0: (laughs) um johnny depp is so fucking hot in that movie the first one with like a crop top the crop
2: top on his bed with the headphones
0: absolutely iconic it's
2: everything it was it's yeah i think that 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 was like the look that launched a thousand Homosexuals you know what I mean Totally like,
0: well have you ever seen the, the sequel Talk about homosexuals uh,
2: Have you seen the documentary on Shudder
0: About uh, it? Twice um, oh. I love I sobbed. that
2: story I sobbed Like his whole story and everything And how it like Uh, If you haven't watched it, Vanessa, you should watch. It's called Scream Queen and it's the documentary about Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and how it kind of ruined the main actor's career in a weird way because like he was closeted and it goes into like just how horrible people were sort of treated at that time. And When it was so obviously
0: gay and they try to deny that it was, but it's like, girl, there's so many signs. Um, you know, queer people have a long history in horror movies. And um I know they're working on like some some more documentary. There's been more conversations about queer people mm-hmm. in horror movies, but like there, there's there's a lot of people behind the scenes that come up with these stories. And um I love I love a podcast about that topic. And I think it's time for like more gay horror movies and and trans roles and um you know positive not like some historic movies um i think it's time i think it's our time in (laughs) horror
2: yeah i definitely I'm, i'm glad to see that there's been like a resurgence and there's like more and more it's easier and easier for independent filmmakers to like get their projects to see the light of day there's so many really lovely horror movies that are like coming out in like sort of underground ways and being launched digitally.
0: Um, totally. There's some yeah. good ones out. I w- uh, Maybe I'm mistaking, but I feel like what I was talking to you guys about was the movie, The Host or, mm. or Host, it was which is on Shudder. Yeah. On mm. That movie is so fucking scary to me. And it was all made in pandemic. Have you seen Unfriended? Mm-hmm. Unfriended. Oh yes. Have you seen that? Vanessa Moses storm is in that.
1: Oh, yeah! It's been so long since I've seen Unfriended, but I saw Hosts recently, yeah.
2: We used to do, like, movie nights whenever I still lived, like, basically next door to Vanessa. And we had a big movie night where we all watched Unfriended, and we were all like, this is going to be stupid. And it was so scary. Wait, (laughs) that's the one where they're, like,
0: over Skype or whatever, right? Yeah,
2: they're over Skype the whole time, and then the girl that they were mean to in school... And then, yeah, it's like so formulaic and so stupid, but it's so scary and like love it. I I, I feel
0: like some of the past few years, I've seen some of the scariest movies I've ever seen. I'm trying to think. Hereditary, definitely. Um, It follows. Have you seen It Follows? Yeah. The best concept ever. Um, Mm -hmm. I hope that one day there will be a sequel. That movie is, that movie fucks me up.
1: -hmm. And it was just so well done too. Like that one I was scared, but I had to watch it again because I'm like, it just looks so cool. Right. And I love that it was also practical, not CGI. And the
0: music was great.
2: Well, yeah. And your monster is essentially just naked people for the most part. And the whole idea that like, I mean, there's a longstanding tradition of like sexually transmitted like horror essentially from like, you know, body horror with like uh, Cronenberg or vampires Mm -hmm. in general, you know, vampires are sort of like an original sort of like. Sexually, like sex will lead to like death, or you'll become a monster or something. And then it follows, makes it this sort of teen thing where it's sort of like you're no, quite literally, having sex is going to make you catch a ghost or yeah. whatever it is. It's so fun. And so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Love I, it. um, gr- you guys, I'm like literally, um, a horror convention kind of a bitch. <laughs> like, I, I'm not a convention person at all, but I go to the horror conventions. I I actually was planning on having a booth, my own booth at a horror convention um, that got canceled. It's supposed to be rescheduled um, for later in the summer this year. We'll see. But like, I can talk about horror for forever. You should have a panel.
2: Yeah, that would be amazing for you to have a panel with your podcast ghosted at a horror convention. I would love to.
0: I just... um, yeah I I haven't had an I don't know very many horror people like I don't know the horror world I'm like such a fan of it but I um I I'm always like reaching out to horror people to come on the podcast um I haven't had very many but I don't know maybe one day 2021
2: I'll, baby 2021 I
0: know I would be so happy being like someone that is it goes to horror conventions (laughs) like horror conventions and flea markets i just want to make the rounds for the rest of my life that's like that's like a vision board yeah it really is (laughs) it really is well
2: this has been so lovely i think that we have taken a lot of your time and i don't know if there's any other pizzas that need disappearing or anything like that
0: oh yeah no problem I feel have like this was you guys are always so funny. I feel like I'm I don't have much funny things to say about this, but
1: Oh, um, everything was perfect. You're gorgeous, you're perfect. Oh, my dog moans. Sorry. Oh, well
2: <laughs> I was like,
1: you're perfect, and my dog was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shade.
2: Well, yeah. Um. Thank you so much for joining us right now. I know we took a lot of your time. Question, will you tell us, like, where can people find your stuff?
0: Yeah. Well, my podcast is called Ghosted by Roz drez and I talk to celebrities and um, paranormal professionals. I love to have on those people from, like, ghost hunting TV shows, um, and I talk to really anyone that has a ghost story listeners call in. I was so honored that I have both of you on my podcast, um, very soon. And, um, yeah, I, uh, some of the, some of the previous guests, um, have been busy Phillips, Wendy McClendon, Covey, Nicole Buyer. Um, oh my God, so many people, Margaret Cho, <sighs> lots and lots of people, lots of comedians, lots of drag oh, queens. If you're if you're a drag queen fan, I've had, um, God, Kim Chi, Alaska Thunderfuck, Jasmine Masters, um, just so many of them. And um, yes, I, I mean, how could I, I always have to save the best for last. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, my number one idol, uh, mm-hmm. took the time to come on my podcast before the pandemic. And we got to like mm-hmm. sit down in person and talk about ghosts. And Elvira, she lived in i mean i know it seems like uh, obviously but she lived in in an iconic haunted hollywood hills house that is so Mm. scary she was on my favorite tv show celebrity ghost stories and she told it on there as well but we like really got into it when she came uh to the studio and it was so fun she's so
2: amazing like when i was a little kid yeah when i was a little kid um often on Halloweens, my mom would essentially be Elvira. And it was like always my favorite thing just to be like, it's time, it's time.
0: <laughs> like Elvira, I mean, I could get emotional talking about Elvira, but she was such an inspiration to me. Um and it's something I think about like doing stand-up, I'm in these fucking straight cis environments. And when I walk in, people are like, the fuck sometimes when I've got like the big wig and all the things. And I learned from watching Elvira as a kid where you, you got to go. My party is the fun party to be at. You can either join it or you can be a hater, but it's fun over mm-hmm. here. And I've kind of like taken that from Elvira and um, it's gotten me through.
2: Yeah I mean she's such an inspiration And like and stays both Beautiful and always on like the right Side of shit in a way that you don't always Get to watch your idols Totally, And like you know you normally have to be like oh well This is my idol but now they're saying some weird Dumb shit (laughs) and like and she's like almost like I, every time I see her like showing up, it's like her being like, "Oh, I'm gonna fight for people," or like, she's "Oh, I'm gonna use my bigger platform and better for than ever."
0: Like she's still out there. The merch is crazy; it's everywhere. Um, you know who's another person that I should shout out that was on my podcast? The first ever episode was—I um, don't know if you remember or if you ever watched Mad TV. I had Deborah Wilson, and oh. Deborah Wilson is, in my opinion one of the best comedic performers of all time. She is so amazing and has really good ghost stories, but how this ties in is that she does voiceover and she's the voice of the demon in the movie, the nun. So like when you (gasps) see the nun, it's fucking Deborah Wilson from Matt TV going and she does it on my podcast. It's so fun. Mind, Mind blown. That's so fun. Yeah. The Conjuring movies. Oh, we didn't even get there's so many things to talk about. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's the problem. That's the good problem is that there's like because we really didn't even dig into the nitty gritty of like all the 80s slashers that didn't become franchises. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, maybe maybe we'll do a sequel podcast also where it's like, okay now let's come back and we'll talk to Rob about horror movies. There's got to be a sequel. These days, there's always got to be a
0: sequel. A reboot absolutely yes. <laughs> yes pet cemetery the reboot but yes. <laughs> better
1: but better
2: well we love you so much and so much. thank you so much um, yes thanks for
0: having me i'm honored um oh so anyway yeah people check out my podcast wherever you get podcasts
2: absolutely and instagram and the yeah things. Roz dress
0: for everything everything all right.
2: all right see y'all on the other side
0: love ya All right. Bye, guys. Uh, Do I just leave?
2: Oh, no. Well, I'm just going (laughs)
0: to.
2: I'm going to stop the recording is what's going to happen. And then we can debrief.